0: I think it was a huge wake-up call, and I'm sure a lot of the reflections that we're going to hear in the media over the next month are going to talk about that wake-up call. That no longer were we immune somehow by our location, our size, our power from those that want to do us harm. We were somewhat complacent, you know. After 1941, that was the last time we had been attacked on our own. So, look at what happened. It was the effects of globalism and transportation and communications, and I think that it was a huge wake-up call for us. post nine eleven, the level, though, of unity and patriotism and sense of duty and mission were so prevalent and overtook politics. For almost all Americans, 9-11 is the seminal event in the history of our country. For the first time since December 7, 1941, the U.S. mainland was attacked. 9-11 unleashed forces and changes in America, unlike since the 20 years of the Great Depression and World War II. This special six-part podcast series will look at these changes from the perspective of compliance professionals who are impacted by 9-11 and the changes to their areas of compliance.
1: Hello, this is been Diciani, founder and president of Affiliated Monitors. On September 11th, 2001, it was a few years before I started the company. I was still working as an attorney in a Boston law firm. That morning, I was taking a deposition in our conference room at 50 Rose Wharf, which looked out at the Boston Harbor towards Logan Airport. It was around 8.45 a.m. when we looked out at the airport and noticed that all of the air traffic had stopped. Since Logan's a busy airport, it was very strange and disconcerting. Even the usual boat traffic on the harbor had stopped that morning. We then noticed some snipers on the top of the new U.S. courthouse, which we faced. We knew something was wrong then. When we finally started watching the news reality at home I lost my childhood best friend that day who was killed when a plane hit the second tower it was such a profoundly sad day that will remain with me forever I hope you find this special podcast series moderated by Tom Fox and sponsored by Affiliated Monitors to cause you to remember that impactful day
2: Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'm back for another episode. And today I'm privileged to have with me Eric Feldman. Eric is currently a senior vice president at Affiliated Monitors. Eric talked to us about not only some personal experiences and reminiscences from that day, but also reflections on the importance of audit, compliance, and oversight that came out of 9-11. Welcome, and thank you so much for participating and taking the time to visit with me on this very personal project where I'm commemorating the 20th anniversary of 9-11.
0: I do appreciate the opportunity, Tom. Eric, could you tell us what was your job duty on 9-11? I was the acting inspector general at the CIA. The inspector general, who herself was acting, was away in Europe on vacation and obviously could not get back after the 9-11 incident. I was acting IG for the CIA during that period. So it was quite a place to be during, as the events, watching the events unfolding.
2: You had literally a front row seat on that. Could you tell us about your experience on the morning of 9-11?
0: Sure. Well, 7.30 in the morning, as usual, I attended the uh, CIA's morning staff meeting his conference room. George Tenet was the director of the CIA, as many of you know, who went through this. He became a very familiar character. Uh, Present, he was en route, as we understood it. We were in the morning meeting, and an assistant of George Tennant came and announced that a plane had just hit World Trade Center. Although the rest was unclear what was going on at that point before the second plane hit, everyone in that room was quite certain what was going on because of reporting that had gone on before that. And it was battle stations, and you had never seen people snap to attention and leave as quickly as as that. I then went downstairs back to my office where we watched the second plane hit the World Trade Center. At that point, really what to do in terms of, um, I was supposed to have a 10 a.m. at the White House. All the IGs were supposed to meet at the President's Council on Integrity and Efficiency. Their regular White House meeting, couldn't get in touch with anyone. So I would just get in the car and drive down. I had a driver at the time. We were driving down GW Parkway. As we turned toward the Pentagon, we could see the smoke coming out of the Pentagon. At that point, it was clear we needed to go back. And we made a U-turn on the, crossed the median on the GW Parkway, which is a quite a feat, and headed back toward CIA headquarters. And as we we're coming into the compound, people are rushing out of the compound on foot which was somewhat disconcerting to see cia employees leaving the compound and at that point of course there were all kinds of rumors about the the next plane which ultimately crashed in pennsylvania but they thought would could potentially be hitting the the agency it was chaos at that point
2: i could now turn to your profession and as i recall your an auditor by professional or at least academic background. What did this event mean for your profession and the Inspector
0: General's office at the CIA? Well, you know, a few things happened. First of all, for IGs, I think. For myself and many of my colleagues in the IG community who were IGs and the defense community, intelligence community, we were refocused on mission. Now, it wasn't long after that, that I took a rotation. Uh, I was at John Brennan and worked for him for two years outside of the IG's office. And I have to tell you, it was probably the most informative time of my career to work within the oversight function, but as part of the mission that we were overseeing. And it gave me a renewed sensitivity to why we're there in the first place. IGs, auditors, compliance officers need to understand the mission and the organization that they are overseeing. And that focus on mission for me before I became the IG at the National Reconnaissance Office, the spy satellite agency, really was informative and I think made me a better inspector general understanding that mission. I think IGs all over though, were much more sensitized to the fact that a step away from the minutiae of looking at time and attendance reporting and rest fund fraud, and maybe take a look at the broader picture of how funds were being used at the agency anyway to fight the, the war on terror. So it was a very refocusing moment for everyone.
2: Eric, in addition to this refocus, of the yeah. IG became even more important after
0: 9-11. If, if
2: that's a fair assessment from your perspective, could you give a few thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, you know, I, I really think it, it did. I think across government, IGs became more a part of the team. In a different way, though, you know, whenever I I say that we need to collaborate, that IGs need to collaborate with their agencies, The fur goes up on the backs of many, uh, particularly investigator types, who believe there needs to be a a solid wall between the IG and the agency that they oversee. The same would be true, perhaps, for a compliance officer in their organizations. I don't believe that those things are mutually independent. I I believe that collaboration and independence are not mutually exclusive terms. It could be collaborative, change strict independence in what it is you're doing. And I think that IGs across government became more collaborative and therefore, I think, much more effective in doing what they're doing. The other thing that happened, particularly in places like the agency and defense department, the defense community, is that often when you're focused on mission, people start thinking, well, you know, I'm working 80 hours a week and they're asking all kinds of things of me. And if I'm an intelligence officer working overseas, I'm putting my life at risk. So what does it matter if the dollars go in my pocket? That kind of mission thinking and maybe an aversion to oversight started taking place the years following 9-11. And the IGs became very important in ensuring that all of those dollars that were needed to be spent on the war and related mission things were spent properly. What are your
2: personal reflections here 20 years after 9-11? And from your perspective, what do you see for America?
0: I think it was a huge wake-up call. And I'm sure a lot of the reflections that we're going to hear in the media over the next month are going to talk about that wake-up call that no longer were we immune somehow by our location, our size, our power from those that want to do us harm. We were somewhat complacent. You know, after 1941, that was the last time we had been attacked on our own. So look at what happened. It was the effects of globalism and transportation and communications. And I think that it was a huge wake up call for us. Post 9-11, the level though of unity and patriotism and sense of duty and mission were so prevalent and overtook politics. And it was so good to see. I recall post 9-11, after everyone had been working so hard, President Bush came into the CIA headquarters to thank the employees for working as hard as they did there was a standing ovation that was sustained. And this had nothing to do with George W. Bush as the president of the United States. It had everything to do with George W. Bush as the commander-in-chief. And I think we've lost that. And I wish that we could get refocused without another catastrophe on what's important in this country and the, the unity that we need. The tribalism is, uh, as we all know, is just way out of hand. And I yearn for that feeling that we were one country solidly behind a single mission to defend ourselves.
2: Well, Eric, I wanted to thank you for agreeing to participate in this series. And I look forward to sharing your thoughts and hopes about where America might go down the road. Thanks so much, Tom. Appreciate it. This is Tom Fox. I hope you found the comments of Eric Feldman as important and as moving as I did. Eric was literally in the office of the director of the CIA at 7.30 a.m. on the morning of 9-11. And when he and his colleagues were told about the plane hitting the World Trade Center, they immediately knew what it meant and how they would have to respond because we were now at war. He also talked about the experiences of the rest of that day, and how the entire CIA snapped to, he talked about the changes in the role of the inspector general. He was an inspector general at the CIA, and he later moved into an operational role, and he said that experience gave him a much better breadth and scope of understanding of the entire role of the CIA. And I, as a compliance professional, I would ask you to consider that in the context of what you know about your business. And do you really understand the full scope of your business? He talked about how the mission of the CIA obviously changed and the role of the inspector changed, a much more strategic view and not drilling down into the details of a gifts or a travel and entertainment expense that they previously had. Eric has some very, very poignant reflections on What all of this means 20 years later, he was literally at the heart of the American political system. When this attack occurred, he stayed in government for many years thereafter and really helped lead our fight. And it shows that everyone had a role in the fight against terrorism after 9-11. Obviously, the people who've been in this podcast series have been a part of that. But Eric demonstrated how in a role that you might not think is uh, part of that fight, how each and every one of us can do our part. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode.
0: This series was produced by the team at One Stone Creative, proud partner of the Compliance Podcast Network. Listen to more excellent podcasts at compliancepodcastnetwork.net and learn about One Stone Creative at onestonecreative.net.